There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Monday mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, everybody. This is Mizzy Bender, and you're listening to The Mizzy Bender Show on Monday mornings, where we have a mind-bending conversation about sex and everything in between. Ooh, yeah. Who's excited for today? I certainly am. Uh, Okay, so it is Monday, May 4th, and it is day 51 of this day um, of the COVID quarantine. And this is my third podcast. I can't even believe... Uh, that we, I still can't even believe this is happening, truthfully. Um, so let's see. So day 51 of the COVID quarantine and my third podcast. And uh, I can tell you, we're really starting to, uh, we're really starting to miss our hosting lifestyle. You know, because if you remember, I'm with my vendor parties. That's what this is all about. Um, and it is really supposed to be talking about like our journey as hosts in the lifestyle. But we really haven't gotten there because of the COVID situation. And so life for us right now is just, it is just completely completely different. We are so used to being so very high speed, on the go, like you just never know where we're going to be next. And that is the God's honest truth. It could be the middle of the week. And if we don't have something planned, uh, Spencer will be like, oh, I'm thinking about going to, I don't know, Nevada. And I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll have my bags packed, ready to go. Uh, And that's just how we roll. Thankfully, we do have the luxury in life of just being very free. I mean, we just have our fur babies and they pretty much travel with us wherever we go. Uh, It's very rare that they're not with us. And so thankfully, we have a very, very easy life set up that we are able to do that. Um, And so, yeah, we take full advantage of it. We we do. We travel all the time. And so for us to be uh, in the house for 51 days with little contacts to human life, uh, for us, it, it has been very difficult. I'm not going to lie. It's been very challenging. So for us, hosting, uh, you know, mind men and parties and traveling, all of that, like that is the composition of our life. Uh, it is very intertwined. There's hardly a difference in between, uh, you know, the business for the most part and our life. It is just one and the same. And so this is uh, this is a really big change for us uh, on so many levels. Uh, so from a personal standpoint, and then also from the model of the business itself, uh, you know, like how could it not? We've talked about that so many times, but uh, specifically, uh, this this podcast is really going to map out like how I feel uh, from a host perspective going through this COVID uh, situation. <clears throat> And so, you know, what does that what does that mean for us? Because clearly our business is built on uh, it's solely built. (laughs) It is solely built on the sexual human contact uh, between people, many people, you know, in in environments where, you know, we're sexually charged all the time. And so there is so much human connection. So like, how does that how 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 is the world going to look in a few months? How long is it going to take the world to readjust back to regular life when are we going to get back to regular business as mind bender parties truthfully speaking 
I don't know the answer to that question. Um, it is still really unclear for us. And I think that we need to wait it out a little bit longer just to see what's going on in the world itself, society. Uh, a lot of different things need to pan out. Uh, what I can tell you though is uh, since we're not able to connect with the world in person, what are we doing from a virtual standpoint that is helping us stay connected with our community and still helping us keep that hosting mindset in play? Are we even doing anything uh, that people consider uh, close to that? So I'm going to take you through some of the things that I think are super important. I mean, they're the only things that are really going on right now. And so we've talked about some of them, but I'm going to talk about more in detail. Um, so some of the things uh, that we are doing are, you know, what would be, well, what we found important was we really wanted to make sure that we kept the community together. And we wanted to make sure that the community stayed strong because we knew how we were feeling. We were very unsure about the direction that the world was going in. It, there was so much information coming out at one time. Uh, there was so much happening. But before I get into all of that kind of stuff, I think it's important for me to share with you what our schedule kind of really was like so you can understand how different it is for us now. So, you know, if you guys follow me on the morning show, you might hear, you might have heard that this past week was a really difficult week for us. And I think it was because we really hit our breaking point of being in the house for so long, so many days, so far away from our regular, regular schedule uh, that we just got to a point where we were just beyond stir crazy. And uh, we definitely, we hit some tense waters. And so let me map this out for you so you really get the true understanding of uh, what life is like for us. Now, my men are parties. Our busy season starts really around September and runs through June. Now, that's kind of silly because that sounds like there's very limited time off, right? So, you know, July and August, there's not much going on, which isn't actually factual. When I started looking at the calendar to kind of put this together, uh, it seems like every every month is a very busy month for us. Uh, so maybe what Spencer is used to prior to me coming on board is different than what the schedule is uh, currently. So this is what things looked like starting from September of this past year. So September of 2019. September 2019, we had a schoolgirl event, uh, and that was in Philadelphia. Uh, I had two photo shoots in October, and we also in October uh, traveled to ESC for Halloween. And if you remember me saying that Halloween is our biggest event, uh, so it took us, a, that's a whole, that's a five-day travel for us. So September, we were in Philly. October was two separate photo shoots and a five-day travel to ESC. Uh, in November, we had a personal travel to Florida, which was for approximately like four or five days with a business a business uh, venture attached to it. And then you also had Thanksgiving, so kind of a chaotic month with the holiday into it. December comes. Uh, we're in Philadelphia one weekend. We're at Rhode, we're in Rhode Island another weekend. Uh, the following weekend we were snowboarding, and then we also, in between all that, had our meet and greet at Secrets. On top of which, still had all of our holidays: Christmas, New Year's, all that kind of jazz, and all the holiday uh, business events and all that kind of stuff. So December was extremely busy for us. Um, December into January, we end December leading into New Year's Eve and we travel to Tennessee. 
that was, oh my God, that was the best trip ever. We, uh, we went to Tennessee with a great group of friends of ours that we actually met in Florida and still keep in touch to this day. We make it a point to get together every couple of months. Unfortunately, with this whole COVID thing, it's definitely pushed our freaking plans out so goddamn much. Uh, but I, I do, I miss them so very much. But, uh, so we all went to Tennessee together and we spent the entire week together there, which was, like I said, the most unbelievable uh, event that we, it wasn't an event it was the most unbelievable time that we had but the thing is is every single time we travel regardless if we're with friends if we're doing business if it's personal or not we always put hot dates out there that we're going to be uh in such and such state or because whenever we travel regardless we're going to we're going to a lifestyle club that's there is no if ands or buts about it no matter where we are that is what's happening and so whether or not we're going to the Lifestyle Club just to check it out and just to hang out just, you know, as our own people. Uh, there is usually some sort of business tie to it, especially when we're going to states that are not our territory. You know, we're always looking to branch out. So, you know, looking to meet the owners of the clubs and, uh, you know, getting tours and kind of just chatting through things. So even though we're traveling personally, there always is a business tie to it. And so that's why I say, uh, it's always a very blurred line between my minor parties and our personal life because it's all really one and the same. Uh, and so, uh, like, so that was like when we went to Tennessee, we were putting hot dates out all the time. Uh, and so that's what we do whenever we go anywhere and whenever we're traveling, we always are putting hot dates out there. So if you want to ever want to hang out with us and want to know where we are, uh, you can always check for those on SDC, uh, SLS. Uh, we're always putting it on our Facebook page. You can find us no matter where we are. You always know, uh, that we're hitting the road. So this is in January, right? So January opens up with the week being in Tennessee. That month, we also had two meet and greets at the strip club, uh, two separate occasions, and we also had an event in Philadelphia. So that pretty much was the entire month of January. Every single weekend uh, was was some sort of event, some sort of event in some sort of way, in some sort of sexual kind of nature. Because even when we do the meet and greets at the strip club, the strip club that we go to is Secrets Gentlemen's Club in Deer Park and Deer Park, New York. The girls there are absolutely amazing. The staff is incredible. When we go there, we have the most amazing time ever. And it is the most sexually charged environment uh, that I could be in, you know, kind of close to home. And so I really love that. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. So that that's kind of what January looked like. Uh, very, very busy. And we ended that month in Philadelphia for our winter's bling at Saints and Sinners. Uh, Philadelphia, Saints and Sinners, Philly, Northeast, uh, Tom's Friends. Um, so that was January. February, February, we went to ESC. We had meet and greet. We were in Brooklyn for our own personal thing. And then we did our weekend takeover in Scouts. So as you can see, oh, and then so the weekend takeover, it was in February, the end of February. March comes and we started the month of March in Washington, D.C. And then the following weekend, we were supposed to be in Philadelphia. However, the COVID, the whole situation started. And then that's where the start of this story really begins. So can you even believe that? Like how many people can honestly say that they're on the road that frequently and that often? Not many people. I mean, listen, my prior life to be before meeting Spencer, you know, I traveled, of course, never to the extent of this. This the amount of travel, sometimes I don't know if I love it or I hate it. Some days I'm like, oh my God, you know, I love being on, on the open road and I love doing this. 
At the same time, though, it gets very tiring, especially when we have big event after big event. Uh, you know, the venues are different, so the amount of um, decorations, the amount of lighting, all these different things vary as well as uh, um, like the composition of the venue. So some have a tremendous amount of stairs. Like I had shared about uh, ESC, you have to, you know, travel up those flight of stairs. Uh, you know, Scouts has its own different things. So, you know, every location has its own variation of setup and, you know, tiring aspects of it. But that's just the nature of having a job, right? And so, Everybody thinks that since we're party planners and we host lifestyle events and we're around naked people all the time and, you know, we're around people that are fucking all the time, that it is just like the grandiose life. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course it is. Like, who doesn't love to see all of this sexual stuff all the time, especially if you're sexually charged human beings like we are? Uh, of course, you know, we love being it. But again, it is a job. So there does become a point in time where this is work for us. Um, so... Uh, point being is, uh, yes, is very, very, very busy for us. And it is very exhausting. <laughs> Nine times out of 10, I'm not going to lie, which is why I always say I love having those downtime moments when we're not traveling. And that's why this whole situation has been very difficult for me being home with Spencer all the time because I'm so used to spending all the time by myself and kind of, you know, regrouping and going through my own process to kind of unwind from things. Uh, that's just my normal process. And so uh, I don't really have that right now. So that's like kind of making it, I think that that's what kind of set on what some of the issue was last week, you know, just being on top of each other and not having that moment to digress in any kind of way. Uh, so in any event, so I just mapped out like what a typical season would look like. Now, what have we missed since this whole COVID thing has started? Because we have had 37 calendared events this this year, which I'm really freaking proud to say that. So what we've missed so far. So the first event that we canceled was supposed to be in Philadelphia in March. So in March, we were supposed to be in Philadelphia and we were supposed to host two separate meet and greets at the local strip club, Secrets. Uh, and then in April, we were supposed to start the weekend, uh, the first weekend in April, we were supposed to do a weekend takeover at Saints and Sinners Atlantic City. I was so excited because that was our first freaking weekend takeover personally uh, as my vendor parties at that location. And it's one of my favorite places. So I was so disappointed that that got freaking canceled. Uh, and then we were supposed to be the next weekend, we were supposed to be in Rhode Island at ESC for our April Fool and Around events. And then we also had our meet and greet secrets uh, for the month of April. And then for the month of May, we were supposed to have this past this past weekend that we're currently getting through, we were supposed to have our first meet and greet at Secrets. So we've missed a lot of events, right? So you can see where that could be concerning. So as I said, in total, we've had, uh, or however you want to word it, uh, 37 events for 2020 across the entire Northeast. Uh, you know how many people that means that we interact with every weekend, uh, monthly, yearly, and like all walks of life? They're all so different. Like, I mean, everybody, everybody's so different and so fun in their own ways. Um, it is just, that is one of my most favorite things ever. And, um, you know, as a host, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything more, right? Because everybody, I'm going to say, everybody's like so magical in their own way, which was probably ridiculous to say, but you know, everybody's so different. And so you get into conversations with people, everybody's energies are so different depending on what part of the country we're in, what state we're in. I mean, it's, that's the best part about the lifestyle, right? I mean, you get everybody from every which direction. And it's funny, you know, we were talking to one of our good friends the, one, the other day, and they're from the South. 
And they say to us all the time, like, people are like, who would think that people from New York and people from the South would get together, uh, get along so well? But it's because, you know, we have the same kind of mindsets. We're in the lifestyle. We're very free, uh, open, very flowy people. They're very adventurous. We're very adventurous. Uh, you know, and it kind of just clicks. And so, yeah, it is like the yin and the yang. But, the, you know, and so you would never think that. But when you get yourself into these positions and into these different scenarios where you have people coming from you know states from all over the place getting together uh you meet so many different people and uh, so many different personalities and you learn so much that is also uh something i really love uh learning about them and just like sharing the incredible memories like so many so many like everywhere you go so many different memories people ask me all the time uh what's your favorite event what was your favorite place scenario? What's your favorite this? And I generally and genuinely can never tell anybody like what any of my favorite things are because everything is so special in their own way. Every venue is different. Every person is different. No situation or moment is ever the same. And they are all, you know, they all provide a different thing to me in a different kind of way. And so I could never narrow that down. Uh, and I truly, truly feel that way. Like I truly feel uh, that there is just something special in everything. And so, uh, yes, at day 51, <laughs> I can say that we're truly missing uh, a huge part of, our, part of our lives right now. Uh, this is, it's getting to be difficult. I, I've started to post to everybody, I miss your hugs. I can't wait to see you. Uh, you know, it's getting to the point where I do because, you know, since we are so sexually charged human beings, I do also feel like that means that we're big huggers. And, uh, you know, we're very, we're very touchy people for the most part in the most appropriate way with the people that you know that you're allowed to be that way with. Uh, to not have that is quite the struggle. Whether they're playmates or they're just platonic lifestyle friends um i still really miss all of that and it is becoming very very challenging uh at this point in time and since this is such a huge part of our lives uh we did need to figure out a way to kind of stay connected and um you know we wanted to make sure that we didn't lose our community but we also wanted to make sure that we were showing support and however we could uh since we weren't we wanted to show support however we could, but we really didn't know what that was since we were entering such uncharted uh, waters. Like everything with this whole COVID thing became very uh, surreal, right? And truthfully speaking, we had no idea what to do. No idea. We had no idea the right move. Uh, no clue what kind of action to take in any any direction. Uh, what we knew was uh, that we had events scheduled for uh, March. And the first event was March 14th, as I was just saying, right? And so that was supposed to be at Saints and Sinners, Northeast Philly, Tom's Friends. And that was sad. That was a Saturday. So Thursday, the Thursday right before is when all of the buzz and the intense news uh, and communications and stuff like that about COVID-19 started coming out. And there was no, it was almost like there was no real information at that time, but it was just a lot of uncertainty uh, of society. And there was just a lot of just, there was a lot of information coming out and starting to spew out, but I don't think we really knew what was happening. And uh, the next 24 hours was really difficult for us as, uh, as hosts for mind bender parties um, as business owners specifically and the ones that really bring large groups of people together in a sexual manner uh, we had no idea what was going on in the world 
Um, but we ultimately kind of knew in our hearts that it would be wrong to proceed uh, with the event, with all the information that was coming out. And so we were really conflicted because it was like, okay, uh, are we doing this? You know, are we canceling it? Are, are we not? And we did. Like all of Thursday, it was kind of toss and turn, turn and turn, toss and turn until Friday morning came. And we were just like, we just can't. Again, like I said, in our hearts, we just knew uh, that we needed to cancel our events until further notice. And so um, Friday morning, we jumped on the phone. Uh, we called the venue. And, you know, we were having some some conversation in between and everything. And so we got on the phone and uh, we explained our point of view and, and proceeded to share uh, the messaging across the board uh, with the community. And that really was at the time that we were just canceling our events until further notice. And we didn't really have anything more to that uh frankly it was just like that was that that's where we were at on uh friday march 13th done and done uh we're just canceled and we have no clue what that really means now not only were we stressed um you know about the world itself it was just like you know friday was very stressful you know here we are you know with our livelihood right my sole financial contribution to our household is mind bender parties you know mizzy's boutique and my only fans page and and yes i do group all of those together because they are all pillars within our portfolio and i do classify them as all you know clearly they're all income for me but they're all different parts of the business itself right the boutique is to provide lifestyle clothing and swag and novelty fun items uh you know a place to come to if you need that frisky risque you know type of item that you have a place to go within the lifestyle uh to get that and so that is a business part branched off of my bender parties even though it's not my bender parties it's mizzy's boutique and then of course my only fans page is the is the part in life where nobody gets to see that's all of my sexual that's my sexual, <laughs> my sexual being. And that's where I get to share all of myself on there. So yeah, and that is for the people that don't get to come to see us in person or whatever it is that want to have a different kind of interaction with me. And so yeah, I do put that as part of Mind Bender Parties. Mizzy Bender is Mind Bender Parties. And anything that's branched off uh, and built from Mind Bender Parties is a pillar underneath that. And these are all of, these are all of my, this is my income. And so, uh, you know, for me, I, I was kind of like on the, I was kind of like freaking out twofold, right? Because it's like my income and everything I just, it just went flat. I didn't really know what to do, right? Because we just canceled the events and I, I really didn't know what to do from a boutique and the OnlyFans page because I wasn't really comfortable promoting them in such uncertain times, right? Because everybody was kind of losing their jobs. Uh, the world was going a little bit bonkers. Nobody knew what to do. And I just didn't feel like it was the right time to be promoting any of that kind of stuff. We were in a different place. The world needed something different at this moment in time. And yes, we are, um, we build a, our business is built off over sexual sexual interactions however uh end times like this you need to be able to adapt as an organization and you need to be able to be there to support your community and try and uh, adjust and figure out what it is that they need at that time and um and so that's kind of where we were at. We were like, what the fuck is going to happen? You know, like what's happening here in the lifestyle? Uh, where are we going? Is, is, you know, is our business still going to be relevant? Uh, you know, is, is lifestyle get together is going to be relevant? When will they be relevant? Um, you know, it, it was just uh, very scary. And so since we were, 
canceling pretty much before any of the other clubs or groups, we felt really uncomfortable and uh, we're very nervous because it was just like, here we go. We don't really know what's going to happen, but we just have to buckle up and, and hope that at the end of this, like we make it out as a business. And like I said, since this is such a huge part of our lives and you know, it would be devastating for us. So Friday was really difficult for us. I'm not going to lie. It was a challenging day until Friday night came or mid Friday or somewhere during Friday came. And I was chit-chatting it up on Facebook and I had mentioned it before. Out of a joke, the conversation had came about about doing a live event at home since we canceled the Saturday night event. And of course, uh, me being the silly human being that I am, I said, fuck it. Sure, we're going to do this. We are going to go live from our living room. So we did. We held Jamra were allowed to it was like it was like uncomfortable like you weren't really sure but there was still no ban at this time um and so let me tell you that saturday night we had the very best time for the most part the guys stayed at the freaking uh kitchen bar and was like drinking their faces off and smoking and having a grand old time and spencer was popping back every now and then and it just overall it was just a unique experience it was different it was something that we had never done before uh but you know we we had uh, we had it set just like a typical mind bender event. Like we tried to, you know, we had our our SoundCloud playing. Uh, which, if you wanted to hear our music, you go to SoundCloud and just search for mind bender parties. You'll hear all of the playlists on there. We had you know our lights going. We were dressed in our shamrock gear. We tried to really bring uh, the best that we could the the evening. You know, I mean the event to the table from uh, you know from our house. And uh, you know we did. We really had. <laughs> a really great great time but from there uh at that moment we really didn't expect what would happen next uh in the journey of mindbender parties uh it turns out that uh that live event was the most comforting and helpful night for the community due to the ongoing information that was coming out about the covid because like i said uh it was going fast and so during the days of sunday march 15th through like the tuesday or wednesday of that week uh the world was really starting to crumble in my opinion new york specifically was going down pretty hard and pretty fast, I feel. You know, we were the leaders in, in kind of the forefront of, of the uh, pandemic and, and the information that was starting to come out. And, uh, you know, people were getting scared. People were in panic. <laughs> the hoarding began. Remember uh, the whole toilet paper thing? Uh, it was just a very surreal moment in time. And uh, also during those days of Sunday through that Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, we, me, Spencer, Mindbender Parties in total, uh, started to receive a ton of outreach. And the outreach was thanking us for Saturday night and asking us to please continue doing these sorts of um, activities because it was just so comforting for the people that were home uh, that didn't really know uh, what to do. And so um, it was it was one of those things where Spencer and I were chatting and we're like, what do we do? We had no idea. Like I said, this now this is all within like 24 hours, 48 hours of us canceling our event, the world changing so rapidly, so quickly. Uh, but we did recognize and realize that we needed to do something. And as hosts and uh, as an organization that people know within the lifestyle, you sort of have an upper hand, right? And you have that point where you can take the leadership role and you can start to figure out how you get ahead of things and how you really start to figure out what it is uh, that people need. And so it was either the Tuesday or Thursday morning. 
Uh, I jumped on Facebook Live for a few hours, and it was one of those things where Spencer was sleeping. Um, I think that like I was kind of overthinking all of the information and all of the feedback that was coming to us that I felt like I kind of just needed to jump on and just start to talk to people. And uh, I did. I might have been on that for like three hours just talking. Uh, people kept rotating in and out. There was, you know, people on there for the entire time period, people flowing in and out, schedules and adjustments were happening. And so it was the opportunity to allow the thoughts and the emotions to flow through with like no judgment and it was a safe place where people didn't feel alone and so uh, it was a really comforting couple of hours and then after that couple of hours happened again the feedback to mind Venom party's page and my page specifically became overwhelming and it was it again it, it was pretty much everything that people were saying from saturday night but it was more of like we appreciate so much that you would spend this much time with us just to keep us company. Uh, we really want you to do this again. And it was, it was message after message after message after message. And uh, I was kind of, I was kind of overwhelmed because I was like, oh my God. Uh, okay. Well, okay. I've never done this before. I don't know what to do, but it's clearly important. And it's clearly the community feels safe with my mentor parties to do this. Right. And so time to action, time to figure out what this looks like. I still had no idea, but I do believe it was Thursday morning. I want to say um, it. I want to say it was Thursday the nineteenth, where mornings with Mizzy really was created, and it was mornings with Mizzy and sometimes Spencer, and that was through community conversation, through the threads, through that live feed. Every day, uh, we came up with the name together. We shaped what the program looked like together. Uh, it was a really incredible thing that was happening. And as hosts, uh, we saw our community uh, coming together, right? We saw, all, number one, we saw that they needed an outlet and that they needed to be heard, right? And so they they saw that we took action and uh, they came every day. I still am so humbled and I can't even believe the experience that's happening truly. Uh, but it was, it was something that they needed to, you know, the community needed to not be alone uh, during these such like uncertain times. And uh, like, I know, that it was only I know it's only like two months ago and like I talk like it was like years it's I mean time feels like so much time has gone by but wow like when I say it out loud only two months ago Jesus Christ uh but yeah so things just go so fast and uh you know you never you just don't know you have no idea what to do or have no idea what to think uh how to act or anything of the sorts and so like I said it was just like through or this organic conversation that the mornings with Mizzy and sometimes Spencer show was created and we ran that show Monday through Friday 7 a.m to 12 p.m you believe that five hours we spent five hours a day online on live feed just talking to hundreds of people rotating in and out uh on a daily basis we covered, I mean, we covered everything in life. And so if you ever read the bio that said, and in my bio, it says, uh, if you ever saw it, it says, um, something like along the lines that like we talk about sex and everything in between. Well, that's where it came from. Uh, because we talk about it all. We legit, it, uh, like from, it just went from every which way from our perspectives and it, from your perspective, my perspective, group perspectives, so many different, it just was amazing. And to watch what was unfolding was, uh, beyond incredible. And to be part of such a comforting circle, uh, was really amazing and truly needed at that time. You know, I don't really know that I realized 
kind of how stressed or overwhelmed I was. And I think I was more focused on trying to help everybody else uh, and making sure that everybody else felt more comfortable and felt comforted that I wasn't really putting my own emotions into play. And a couple weeks in, um, I started to feel, you know, the, you know, the tense pressures of it and stuff like that. But to be part of the community and to have the outlet that we had and have uh, where we built, where we can talk about anything is just uh, incredible. And so uh, the way that I would work the morning shows is uh, I would gather topics or I would do different things to ensure conversation. Uh, and in the beginning, it was a lot about sharing uh, different resources on COVID itself. It was, you know, if you needed something, where can you go to find help? Uh, if you need support, check these posts. You know, there was a lot of mental health discussions. It was, you know, where are you at right now mentally? What is it that we can do for you? And those first couple of days, uh, you know, week two, it was really more uh, about that and it was like what does the world now look like and, and how does mind bender parties fit into all of that and it was just uh, the whole entire thing itself itself uh, was extremely humbling and uh, it will forever hold a very special place in my heart because I can't when I think back about how it all unraveled and, and where we are today uh, and you see the live feeds and you see the feed. Well, I mean, you don't see the feedback. Only we do. But um, it is honestly, I feel I feel I feel like the most accomplished person in the world, because if I just made one person happy and if I made one person feel supported that day, that is a huge ass win. That means that that one person for that one day did not feel alone and they felt like somebody really cared about them. And we do, you know, financially support people. You need food. We're helping you. Like that is no joke. When I put those posts out there of like, we will find a way to support you. We mean that. That is not, uh, that is not anything. Mind Minute Party stands behind that 100%. Uh, and I will always stand behind, behind that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, I know, I, I always go on like these weird tangents and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, so the morning show is shaped, right? And as the days went on, uh, you know, and, and life was kind of adjusting more. So when we were becoming into like the new norm, you want to say, and, and the changes changes in life were coming a little bit more set, you know, our boundaries were a little bit more in place on like what we were allowed to do in life. And, you know, our restrictions kind of just started to kind of stay in place. Nothing really else was being taken away from us. And so when the more, when, when life kind of adjusted into a little bit more of a norm thing, I had to make some adjustments to the morning show as well, because, uh, being online for that long was a bit tough. And so, uh, not only were we doing the morning shows, we were also doing, uh, the Saturday Night Lives. And so I felt like I needed to really add more structure to both of those programs. Because as I said, we were going into more set territories, which means we needed to develop a more set program. You can't just go into these things blind, right? You might think that we do, but you can't. You have to have some sort of outline. You have to have something that at least keeps things going. If the, the show is just not organically running itself. And so... I ended up, I shifted the morning shows down uh, to run from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And uh, I really started to build discussion threads, 
Facebook page. Uh, I built the Mornings with Mizzy program uh, program outline and started to tweak it where there was you know raffles involved and uh, really trying to figure out a way to build the program uh, with the love and the support of the community, ensuring that we're providing their needs and also making sure that they're being heard all the time. Uh, and then also with that, we learned that people really liked the Zoom. So we started doing Saturday Night Lives with Zoom. So we ended up doing uh, Mindbender Party's live Zoom events, and that is super fun. And the Zoom events range from so many different things. They Some are extremely frisky. I mean, there is definitely fucking and, uh, you know, some sexual activity going on on those bad boys and in between that we're playing games and drinking and having a grand old time uh it's literally the the most fun saturday nights ever and so those run from set from 11 p.m uh, no no I'm sorry, 9, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So, But we also put it on Facebook Live. So if you don't want to go to Zoom, we still put it on Facebook Live and just try and chit-chat and just chill and just, you know, have a grand old time. And Saturday Night Lives, like, we do have a little bit of structure to them. But as time is going on, I kind of feel like I just want to be able to just, like, chill on a Saturday night. So... I try and put some structure in. I don't know that we necessarily follow it, but uh, as hosts, you know, I do try to put a little bit of structure on it. But again, I, I also let it go organically. And then sometimes I forget that I'm supposed to be running the show and, uh, you know, I get lost into just hanging out. And so then that becomes confusing for me. Um, <laughs> that's kind of the whole confusing part for everything having to do with my bender parties in my personal life because it's all one in the same and trying to separate one from the other uh, you can't there is no separation uh, so again, another tangent. Sorry about that. Uh, so, um, you know, with the Zooms, and, and so that's where we were at. Some of the structures that were coming into play with uh, the morning show and then the Saturday Night Live. And, you know, we really started to see uh, that the community was bonding and building this really, uh, really amazing relationship. And we really all started to rely on these virtual events that, you know, my mentor parties was putting on, myself included, uh, to, you know, to help us get through our our days this is the only way that i keep a schedule is by doing the morning show uh if i didn't do the morning show i still barely can't tell what day it is i, I can't understand why but uh it's hard when you don't leave the house um but but as all this was going on and and you saw the development of the community uh and um just what was just the the love the outpouring emotions and just genuine, genuine support uh, was was a really, 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 really humbling moment when we really started to understand the scope of what was going on with the morning show and the Saturday Night Live events. Uh, it became even more motivating for me once I started to see and read a lot more of the feedback. Um, and so for me, it became more about making uh, making sure that the community is really being heard and continuing to be heard, right? That their voices uh, are are out there. And so I ended up with the morning show, uh, even though there was structure uh, with the with program, you know, with the questions and just all the different things that I try and do, I do really try and have the shows led by the participants and their emotions and their feelings of the day because things 
do change so frequently and everybody's on such different pages in life. Uh, sometimes people need a different outlet and it's not about sex that day. It's about a raw emotion and we do take the time to support the community uh, in those needs. So yeah, some days we talk about the most down and dirty, most sexual scenarios one could possibly imagine and we get deep. I mean, we ask questions. You know me, like I have no shame. So if I don't know something, I'm like, oh motherfucker, tell me more. I, I need to know. Um, but then, you know, in some days, you know we're crying and you just never know and so that is the true being that is the true beauty uh, it is the most real and raw show you will come across and I really am truly proud of that uh, I was I wasn't really sure what to think of it because I'm like oh my god we're putting so much of our life on display uh, it was the only way that I knew how to do it for everybody you know to be able to support somebody I felt like I needed to be able to share personal experience to say I do truly understand where you're coming from and I understand that because of this particular situation. And I think that that emotion e relates uh, to what you're going through at this current time. Uh, and and it seems to be very therapeutic. It has been very therapeutic for the community. It's been very therapeutic for me. And I truthfully think that it's been a really great thing for the Mindbender Party's brand because uh, people really do look at us as uh, a community building uh, central point for the lifestyle, in my opinion, with the crew and the crowd uh, that we roll with. And uh, I think that the people that contribute to the Mindbender family are the most amazing human beings that you will come across. They are the most real and raw people you will find. Um, I know that, you know, sometimes I can come off pretty, you know, pretty aggressive or straightforward or blunt or whatever, but that is just how I am. And everybody in the Mindbender Party's family is just like that and it is a no judgment zone so even if somebody says something that somebody doesn't agree with we have really great conversation over it and the best of relationships have been developed uh, I really highly encourage that you join the morning shows Monday through Friday 7 a.m. to 8 30 Eastern because it is it is truly a remarkable thing um, so what happens next? Uh, well, we built the morning show, right? And so now, like I just said, it runs 7 to 8.30. And uh, it makes it so much easier for me to manage on the host side, right? Because uh, truthfully, like I said earlier, after the five hours, <laughs> even when we went down to the three hours of the live show, uh, my brain really was... Uh, really getting a little bit fried. I, I was I was not able to function much after that because for talking for so long, you get so tired. And it's like, not only am I talking, but it's like if there's just a second of downtime, it's my job as the host to make sure things keep running, right? So you're always on. And uh, when I'm not on live feeds, I'm still working, right? It's not like I shut off, uh, which is why a lot of the Zooms and different things become conflicting for me because it's like, yes, I'm hanging out with my friends. But I also feel like I'm working because I'm still running the show, right? And so I get these conflicting moments where um, I never want boundaries to be crossed. But um, in any event, uh, so, you know, so even though... Um, I was talking for that long. I, at that time, I was okay doing it because, like, that's what that's what we needed. That's what the world needed that at that time. It was like we all needed somewhere to hang out because we uh, were lost, right? And so, really, being those five hours and those three hours were super comforting. I know it was a bit of a transition when I ended up shortening the morning show to only run from seven to eight thirty. Uh, people didn't think that they would be able to hop on in time, but through again the community 
community engagement, it was shared. You know, you just put your your ear pods in. You can listen to this show still if you want to, and you can pop in and put your comment if you need to, uh, or say something later on in the day. And so through development and everything, uh, it really... Uh, I really, it really developed into something. And so uh, I, since we were kind of coming more into that norm, it was really important for me to set a program that was going to be super successful, right? Because running it for five hours, three hours, even at this point in time, an hour and a half, I might even think is a bit long, but um, that's what we need right now. And that's where we're at in life. And I, But I want to make sure that what I'm doing, uh, I do set myself up for success, right? And so that's complete trust trial and error, what works, what doesn't, make changes. You got to keep shifting and adapting to see what really does work. And since this is all very new to me, I'm making changes constantly because I'm constantly learning what works and what doesn't. The perfect example is this. When I do do the morning shows, I do put a discussion question out there for every single day. So five different discussion questions for the community to engage in. Uh, That's one of my ways to make sure that they're participating in the show and that their voice is being heard. Now, I drop that in so many groups on Facebook as well as Instagram. So you can find these discussion threads pretty much everywhere. And then I collect the information and, uh, you know, I put it back up for, you know, I collect the information and I make sure I have information for us to kind of talk to if somebody isn't bringing that information to the table. Now, I have no idea where I was going with that topic, but maybe it was just to say uh, that um, I want, you know, like, I want to make sure that things are flowing the right way. So it's like I, I want to make sure that you guys feel like you're being well taken care of with a well thought out program, right? I don't half ass it. And so it's really important that I, I really well think, you know, I think out what's going on here. So for me, the morning shows is a complete other program. It is something I take very seriously. Uh, I have a huge amount of passion for what we do and it is something that I want to sustain going forward and so uh, to be able to do that like I said that's probably where I was going initially with the time frame of an hour and a half of it being too long where uh, I want to make sure that it's something that we can keep doing going forward and so you know is 60 minutes the right thing is an hour and a half the right thing I'm not really sure we kind of have to see what happens and uh Who knows if the morning show is still even going to be valid after COVID ends? You know, maybe it's something that's just important right now because it's something that the community needs and the world needs to be able to help them get through their days. I have no idea. Uh, That's still part of all the uncertain uh, territories. But... Uh, the good thing is, is I have this podcast, which has now developed where uh, if the Mornings with Mizzy show does die down, at least my development into the podcast continues on uh, with the Mindbender brand and the name and everything that is that we're trying to do from a community perspective. So the hand-in-hand tie-in has been absolutely amazing. And uh, that was just one of the things that came out of uh, the downfall of the whole COVID situation from a host perspective. There is still opportunity out there for us and we're just trying to embrace it and figure out what it means what it looks like and how we can make it into something that's valuable for the community uh, as well as making it enjoyable for ourselves because since it is such a huge part of our lives and they're blended waters we always want to make sure that we're having the very best time with everything that it is that we're doing um and so um you know uh i am (sighs) 
I am really happy about where I sit today that the Mindbender Party's brand has not gone kind, you know, it hasn't gone silent during all of this. It makes me really happy that we keep finding innovative ways to stay in front of the COVID virus and being able to host in our virtual ways. And uh, hopefully um, it is it's our journey and we eventually get to get back to what the purpose of the podcast was, which is uh, recapping the journey all of our weekends from a host perspective, you know, the down, the dirty, the insights, the, you know, all of it. And so I can't wait. But, um, you know, I think that that's kind of it for where we, we are with this podcast. I think that I explained uh, really how I feel about Mindbender Parties and where we're at from a host perspective uh, in this COVID environment. Um, maybe next week I'll talk about what it's actually like to host events and, um, you know, specifically or something. I'm not entirely sure. We'll have to, you'll have to tune in to see. In that time, though, um, this is where Mindbender Parties is at. And uh, we are here to, we're, you know, we're open and available to support our community in any which way that you need in any particular day. So please feel free to reach out for us uh, to us for any need that you might have. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Mizzy's Bender Show on the Sinners Network. If you do have a topic that you want discussed, uh, please email me at mizzybender at outlook.com and be sure to sign up for my OnlyFans page and Mizzy's Boutique. Uh, check us out on Etsy. Uh, I'm not afraid or ashamed to promote those links at, at this point in time with the new norm in place. Uh, so go check all that out and definitely register to mindbenderparties.com to receive our communications and uh, newsletters and all that jazz. Stay connected. Until then, I will talk to you next week. Kisses to everybody.